Lucky Land Casino asking people what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kids' PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Hello, Jim. How are you? Hello. Hello. Uh, How are you? I'm doing great. Thank you. Thanks for asking. So, how is the groom? <laughs> how is the what? The groom. Are you married already? <laughs> oh, God. Close enough. Uh... <laughs> I know. Sorry. It's, you know that I'm, you know, it's, it's that with the absolute best intention and, and happiness, right? I'm not teasing you. Of course. And a little bit of teasing, which is appropriate. Uh... <laughs> Well, when you've been in, like, Shitsville for so long, Laura, like, you know, it's kind of, you know, the the good stuff feels really good, right? Yes. Yeah. Oh, God, yes. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. Yeah, and, and it's like, really? Is this for real, right? It's just, like, unbelievable. Yeah, I mean, I on, honestly, I think we're both uh, kind of processing that. I don't, you know, I don't think she's had the hardest or the easiest go with relationships either. So I think, you know, but we're, what's great about it is we're talking about it. You know what I mean? Like we're reassuring each other and, you know, talking it through and, um, you know, so it's, you know, there's just a lot, a lot of positives to it. Uh, Great. So it's good good and it's still probably very honeymoon stage, right? Yeah. <laughs> the, the reason that I'm saying this, and I want to hear all the, you know, all everything you want to share with me, but the reason I'm saying this is that I really do want you to, when, when something starts getting a teeny bit, you know, tarnished, just a tiny bit, something that is not quite as shiny, that it doesn't mean that it's all going to fall apart. That's all. Yeah, uh, um, you know, so I actually journal about that a bit. Um, you know, just like, listen, it, you know, there, like when I say it's going well, like there hasn't been a, you know, any even signs of an issue. Like it was, it's just everything's been kind of easy and normal. And, you know, and what I was journaling about is, well, you know, there's also a lot of other positive things happening in your life. So you don't have a lot of, you know, you don't have a lot of hard decisions to make. You know what I mean? Like, um, you know, like, let's say something comes up with my job and something happens and I got to change my job. Like, that's going to be a harder time, you know. Um, you know, so you got to take it, you know, where the, where it is. But in my mind, if we're building, you know, from a positive place and – but you know, I want to tell, I'm going to I'm going to actually do something. I'm going to do a little reframing and I'm going to I want you to really almost like emotionally look up, like turn around because I see it 180 degree 180 degree differently in terms of the reason that everything is in a good place is because you've been working your ass off for everything to be in a good place so you could meet her. I agree with that. 
Um, because the, the kind of relationship and the kind of woman she is would not have fallen for someone that is a total mess. I, I agree. And, and I can even say that there were a couple of people that I met, you know, before I met her, that there were just signs they were a mess. And I'm like, I can't do it. You know, I, that, I, that, that was my next, my next sentence. You took it out of my, out of my mouth because it's exactly that. When you're in a good place, you don't want a mess in your life. You want something that is the cherry on top. You know, you already have the cake. You don't want somebody to come and mess with your cake. And you've been working on that freaking cake for years. <laughs> I agree. So, so now it's like, okay, now you can definitely have the cherry on top and, and enjoy it and, and know that, you know, yes, yeah, so if something were to happen, you will deal with it together, right? So how is the, how is the, the long distance and how, is, how are the logistics working out? Um, they're hard, uh, you know, but... Um, uh, like two weeks ago, I went to see her. Um, I drove. I, I realized that I can't do that. Um, you know, mm-hmm. driving, it's, you know, about a five and a half hour drive. Yeah. Just not, it's just not smart for me. Um, yeah. You know, so uh, my, and usually I don't have a long weekend. She does have a long weekend. Uh, she right. gets, um, yeah. you know, four days off, Um, you know, so if I have a short weekend, you know, I'm going to fly and I can fly to JFK and take a train, you know, so it'll cost me 400 bucks, you know, but it's a, you know, it's an hour flight. It's, you know, it's direct. It's very low stress, you know, like, um, you know, once I get there, you know, we got her cars there. So like, you know, it works out fine. She's coming up here this weekend and she's driving just because she's got four days. So it, right. it's an easier, you know, thing to, and she only works about a mile from where she, uh, where she lives. So like it's so not like not, she's driving all the time or anything. It's something that Right. And it's not a huge deal for her to, to make that choice. Um, right. So, you know, and then we're, uh, I'm sorry, last weekend, two weeks ago, we were in Grand Cayman. And then last weekend we met at my brother's and I introduced uh, her to him and, uh, his wife. Um, uh, so that was about a three and a half hour trip for both of us. Um, so what I think we're going to try to do is one weekend, you know, a month where she is again, I'll fly one weekend a month where I am. She'll likely drive, you know, just cause she's got the capacity to do it. Um, and she can drive during the day. You know what I mean? Like she can leave it like right. 10 in the morning and, you know, um, and then, uh, uh, one weekend we're going to try to travel, and then you know the fourth we'll just figure out as we go. Um, you know, so it, it's working out fine. Like in a weird way, you know, the other thing I recognize, like I, you know, so I went down there, um, you know, and this is such silly stuff. You know, she she'd asked me whatever a month and a half ago when I went to visit for the first time, like, what do you want? I'm like, well, grapefruit juice and half and half is really all I need maybe some kind of almonds to munch on. And she has it in the fridge every time I go. And <laughs> like, it's, it's a small thing, but to me, it's a huge thing. You know what I mean? Um, yeah. Uh, I got there at six o'clock one night. Uh, she usually doesn't get off to work till seven. Um, she got off work early to be there when I got there. Wow. It, you know, 
<laughs> and just like it's such little things, but it's things Jennifer never ever did in the entirety of our relationship. Well, not only that, but I want to again. I want to remind you, it's the actually the opposite because you would get there at the time that you said you would, and then you would have to wait two or three hours for her to be available to be with you. Right. So it's you know then yeah. Then the other, you know, the other thing, and again, it's, is I'll get there at whatever, 6 o'clock. We spend the entire weekend together. Like, like to, to me, like, it's, you know, let's go work out. Let's go to dinner. Let's, you know, let's, you know, watch a, watch a movie. Like, it's not like there's a hundred other things going on and, you know, I get an hour of the weekend. So for me to drive or to fly but to get an entire three days with somebody and, and enjoy the time um, and still be doing the things I like to do, work out, watch movies, you know, grab a nice dinner, like that's totally different, right? Because you, you're not competing with a hundred other things and feeling kind of deprioritized the whole time, you know? Mm-hmm. Yeah. 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 It's, and it's, well, it's the kind of relationship that you go grocery shopping on a Saturday night and you enjoy it. I remember clearly doing yeah. that with my husband. That one, you know, we just had to go grocery shopping, and we just went and we had a blast at Whole Foods, you know. And we're like, oh wow, this is a Saturday night. We're grocery shopping and loving it. Because when you're right. with the right person, it doesn't matter where you are. You can be in the Caymans, you can be in Whole Foods. It doesn't matter, right? That, that's um, the, that's honestly the way it feels. So yeah. you know what? Take it take it as a blessing and don't take it for granted. And yeah, you know, that's it, true. Wow, I'm so happy for you. This is really, really great. So I'm, I'm also very happy that everything going as well as it's going, that you make, made an appointment because I don't know if there's something that is up or you just want to make sure that nothing goes wrong. Uh, I just I want to lock in. Um, you know, I, I um, well, so just a couple other uh, updates. Um, uh, so it looks like the house in Jersey is under contract. Wow, that's amazing. So this is uh, Jen's house, is that right? Yeah, but, um, and I have an agreement with her to buy her out of the remaining alimony when it sells. Um, Because there's enough proceeds in the property um, uh, to, you know, to basically, you know, get get an agreement on that and that's all done. Um, Mm -hmm. so, uh, So I'm you know, effectively going to be done with alimony uh, and have a reduced child support amount within 45 days. Yeah, 45 wow. days. Um, which means I'm free and clear of that. Uh, and I got a- approached by a private equity group uh, to, um, that's interested in me coming to work for them. And it's um, basically a company four to five times the size of my current company. Um, uh, and, but it's a for-profit. Um, and I was introduced by a couple of people I had worked with previously. You know, mm-hmm. so there's a lot of positives to that, you know, just to know you have options and all that, but just that people that I've worked with are still, like, actively trying to help me and all that, you know, makes you feel good, uh, good as well. Wow. So, that is, that's really huge because it's really – and is it, is it uh, I'm guessing it would require moving. Where is the place if it were to happen? I don't. Um, so the private equity firm is in Boston, which would be, 
you know, kind of ideal. If you ask me which city I would want to go to, I would pick Boston. Um, uh, the company is in the, the actual operating company is in a combination of the Midwest and um, the Southeast. Uh, but I don't know uh, where they would want me to move. Um, uh, that, that we haven't discussed that um, kind of thing yet. Uh, you know, so it's possible, you know, if they want me to travel all the time, it's possible I could say, listen, I want to move to Boston or New York, um, you know, because that's a better airport. And if I'm going to be on the road, I'd rather just be on the road, right? right. Um, uh, and sometimes, especially private equity type groups that are looking for a turnaround, um, you know, they'll allow you to do stuff like that. So, um, uh, the other possibility with all that is like we could actually merge the two companies. Oh. Um, because they're actually similar companies, so that is also on the table. Um. So, uh, just a lot of you know, I, so a lot of positive things going on, which of course, as you know, scares the living shit out of me. Um. <laughs> So, so that's the reason yet. for the that's the reason for the call. <laughs> so it does it feel like you know there's a risk that something may just this is, you know the other drug may fall something bad could happen. What is what is running through your through your head? Um. Uh, I think honestly, I I I think I'm looking around for a problem. Mm. It's not even that my head is taking me there. Um. It's almost like it feels so good. I need a fight. Um, like I need a conflict. I need a fight. I need something. You know. Um, like that's the way it feels more than anything. Okay. Okay. So let's let's look for just a minute. If if there's a if you you know you want a conflict, a fight, something to is it is it like something to fix or is it to release some energy? What what, what is? Tell me a little more about these. Um, that's a really good question. Uh, um, I think it is. Um, it's a maybe it's an energy thing. Maybe it's like I don't like things are going so good, and I'm not that you know I'm not working that hard and. You know, so what do I do with my time? You know, it might be some of that. Um, yeah. Uh, but I also think it could be, um, it's a more natural kind of space for me. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, a bit you of know, a so habitual like way of the, being. Right. Yeah. So okay, I, I think so that's, Potentially part of it. Okay. So if let's let's say that for just for a moment, you just find find within within yourself that that part of you that wants a little a little bit of a fight, just a little you know, just just I want you to find it within you. Let's say like, hmm, let's let's just see where it is. Where's the conflict? What's what's going on? What needs to be shifted? What what's happening? If you can get in touch with that and let me know. I, it's a it's a 
it's that underlying anxiety that, mm-hmm. you know, I felt for a very long time. I mean, it's very neutralized compared to what it used to feel like, but I think it's the same kind of underlying anxiety. I, I literally just don't, like, I can't assign it to anything because nothing's going wrong. So, um, so I think before I had that kind of underlying anxiety that was always embedded in me, but I could find a problem to associate it with. And now it's just sitting there, but I don't have any space to put it. Right. So it's, it's, it's these things that is, so, so the reason is that I wanted, I would love to, if we could talk with it, meaning, you know, bring it out. This part of you that is the boxer, that is the one that is like, okay, you know, what, what, who do we have to punch today? Who do we have to confront? Who do, you know, what do we have to fix? What, what, what's wrong? Is that type of energy, would you say? It's a little yeah. bit of a box? Okay. Yeah, my, I'm walking around, I mean, I'm walking around the playground looking for a fight, basically. You know, it's... Yeah. Um, Great, great. Let's, let's actually, I, I like that because it, it's good to identify it, to name it. So you're, you're walking around the playground looking, looking for a fight. Okay, so where's, where's the punk? Where, who, who can you punch? And what is it about these? Just, I want you to really get into that space. You're not going to stay with it, but we need to understand it better. Because it definitely is your nervous system, you know, that is really wired to do this. And it's uncomfortable with these just peaceful, easygoing setting, everything's going well. It's like it's just not comfortable with these. No, it isn't. Okay. So let's let's talk to to him and and find out what what drives him. What is it about fighting that feels familiar? That feels very. I don't know if "good" is the right word, but. What is it? What, what's going on? With, with curiosity, let's really ask. I don't. I don't know, honestly. Um, is it uncomfortable to get in touch with him? No, I. It's. Um, I what? I mean, you know me intellectually. I don't understand it, so <clears throat> so I can't articulate it. Um, uh, like it's it's so illogical to me that I wouldn't be absorbing the the goodness of what's happening. And well, uh, the, the thing is dis- that I think you are. I really think you are. I truly think that you are absorbing it. It's not about not absorbing it, Jim. I think that there is this part of you that is not used to it, and uh, it's, it's used to a different pattern. 
and it's it's looking for that because the part that I wanna that I'm curious about, and maybe this would be helpful, is that what I'm what I'm interested in and in asking this part of you is where did she learn that being you know being in the lookout keeps him safe? There's something at some point that she decided that she needed to stay very alert, to stay very mindful, because at any moment, something could go wrong. You know what I mean? Because what we want is not to fight him, is not to just um, call him names or, or hide him. We want to understand him. It's like, this, this is how it works. It's like the monster in the closet. We don't want to put, you know, a bigger lock and chain on the door so it doesn't come out. We want to open the door wide, let him come out so we can actually, solve, you know, find out that probably it's not, not that big a monster. So I'm, not, I'm not pushing it to, it's just to really understand so we can release it. Allow yeah, I understand. Free. He's, there's a part of you that doesn't feel free to enjoy. I think that's where it is. I agree with that. Can I offer another theory? Um, of course. So, uh, Jennifer, uh, it's not about Jennifer, but it's a contrast. Um, you know, she was what I would call occasionally vulnerable, mm-hmm. but but honestly, not really. You know what I mean? Like that wasn't on her. Um, that wasn't a a thing for her. Uh, like consistently, she was more edgy and um, you know, controlling of things. Heather yeah. has shown up you know, since the beginning part of this, very vulnerable. Um, uh, And I think that freaks me out. Mm. Okay, so so it's, yeah, I can see how that would actually put you a little bit on edge. Because what's happening is that if she's doing that, you are called to show up in a similar way. Well, and I'm, like, I recognize it and I do. You know, so I'm working hard to communicate. I'm working hard to be, you know, all the different things that come with that. Um, yeah. But, you know, but I almost think, like, it almost feels like a mask sometimes. You know, like it's a, mm. uh, no, yeah, I mean, you know I feel for her. Like, that's not, not a, it's not fake, but it's, um, it's, not natural either. Not completely natural either. Mm-hmm. So it's it's there. It's so there's also this part of you. Interesting. Okay. So what you're showing me, what you're what you're showing is that there's two sides. There's a part of you that wants to fight, that is protecting. That's what he's doing. 
The one that wants to fight is a little bit of the passive stage that is feeling too vulnerable and at some point it may need to push back a little bit, like they have a little bit of space. So because there's that part of you that knows that to have this kind of relationship, you have to be open and vulnerable and you're doing it amazingly, but that does not mean that that is your comfort zone or that this is right. a or that this is 100% of who you are. So what you just said, Jim, make me think that, and, and this is really, okay, we're going to start tapping. So. <laughs> So that we're, we're actually finding all kinds of places that, but it, this is just, so, so tap with me, okay? Yep. Everything is going amazing. Everything is going amazing. And, so just to, just to pause and reflect, five years ago, that would have been not something we talked about. Oh, God. <laughs> not even as, as a joke. That would have been a bad joke. <laughs> Absolutely, you're right. I I love being with Heather. I love being with Heather. It's incredible. Incredible. And I like who I am when I am with her. I I love who I am when I'm with her. But there's a tiny little, there's like a little grain of sand in my shoes. It's a pebble in my shoe. I just watched The Godfather, and that was a line from The Godfather when they wanted somebody killed. Ah, right. <laughs> that, that interesting, right? <clears throat> because the truth is, I love who I am, but it's not all of me. I love who I am, but it's not. Well, I, I, I don't know that I agree with that completely. I think it's all of me. But it's it's all it's all of me, it's all of me. Until you're me, meaning um, meaning I believe I'm acting normal and like authentic to who I am and how I feel. It's just so almost like it's a different person because mm-hmm. it's so unfamiliar to me to feel that good and comfortable and you know loved and cared for and. Um, you know, it's almost like watching somebody else's movie. Yeah. 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 It's possible that there's a part of me that is scared. Well, no, it's it's not possible. There's a part of me that is freaking out. Oh, yeah, there's a part of me that's freaking out, for sure. <clears throat> and it might be possible that even with those, even though it's amazing to be with her, actually, no, I'm gonna, you know, keep on tapping, I want to say something, because before we tap on it, I want to I wanna check something with you. So keep on tapping through the point, and I want to ask you something. Is it possible that because it's a, a long-distance relationship and you have, it sounds like, two or three weekends a month, when you're together, you want to spend every second together. And yet, because it's normal, right? You spend a whole week without her or, you know, four days, however many days. And then when you're together, you want to spend every second together. But I'm curious if it's either too little when you're not with her 
but definitely a tiny bit on the edge of too much, even though it's all no, great. it doesn't. It does not feel that way. Um, okay. My emotions around it are, uh, um, the time with her feels natural. I don't want to escape in any way when I'm with her. Um, okay. Like, and that's that's unfamiliar. Like. With Jennifer, I would find, can I go run an errand? Like, you know, can, can I just go get some space? You know, like, uh, like, you know, that that was, um, with, with yeah. Jen, I got to go mow the yard for the next six hours. You know what I mean? Like, it was, yeah. I need space. Um, with, with Heather, I do not feel that way. When I'm not with her, we text all the time. We talk once or twice a day. Um, they're not. They're connecting conversations. They're not overly analyzing. They're not, you know what I mean? They're they're yeah. they're nice, you know. So I feel connected to her. Like I feel like she, she, you know, wants to be with me. She, you know, tells me she misses me. She can't wait to see me. Like and it feels great. And then you know, you know. So it's again just it's like to have security in that is sometimes difficult, you know what I mean? Because there's a yeah, lot say of... Say that again. I, there's something that was a blip in the communication and I couldn't totally... Say that again, please. To have security in that mm. is, is difficult sometimes because there, there's a lot of free time. She's, she, you know, works three days, 12-hour days, you know what I mean? So, yeah. you, know, I, you know, I work five days, you know, eight to 10-hour days, right? Like, there's a lot of free time, right? Um, you know, so if I had anything, I would say, like, I'm so compelled to, to be with her. Um, like, I would rather find a way to, like, spend five days a week with her and spend two doing something else rather than the other way around. You know what I mean? Um, yeah. Like, I'd rather move it to a more normal relationship, like where you're coming home from work and, you know, so she has dinner ready or I have dinner ready and you know, you have a glass of wine and watch a TV show together. Like, that's more what I want. Um, so the, the conflict in that isn't around Heather. It's that my lifestyle doesn't afford that right now. And I don't right. know when it will. Um, that's more my, I think, the anxiety coming from it than anything. That's some, okay. So, so, so what is happening is that because the nature of the relationship as it is today does not allow, it gives you both so much free time that there's a fear that one of you may find somebody else. That what, what No, I don't think about that. Like, I think she's all in. Like, yeah. um, you know, I, 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 don't, I don't even think she's looking. I mean, she sent me a song after last weekend, you know, that was, you know, a Bonnie Raitt song said it's called Feels Like Home. And she's like, listen, I, I couldn't articulate, I can't articulate everything going on, but this is how I feel. And I hope you can listen to this song. And it, you know, it talks about, I've been waiting my whole life for this. And like, it, you know, just feels like what I'm supposed, where I'm supposed to be. And, you know, you have no idea how lonely I've been and how good it makes me, how good you make me feel. And like, it's really, really, I don't, I don't think she'd ever look for another person in a million years. I mean, I, I'm not being arrogant, but and I don't, I, Honestly, I have no interest in it. Um, 
So is it, it fear it, that I think you the mind when the mind takes over, Laura. You know what I mean? Like you're Yeah. So it's more it's more the concern that it's not based in any reality, but it's more of a concern that with all this free time something could interfere with your connection. Uh, something fake could interfere with our connection would be the way I would articulate it. Something manufactured. Like, for example? Um, uh, uh, one of us feeling deprioritized. Like next oh. week I'm going skiing with the kids, right? So okay. um, that was set up well before I met Heather. That um, You know, and uh, so I'm trying to figure out a way to have her come up but it just doesn't work because of the lodging and all just a bunch of other stuff um you know does she feel slighted by that and you know she's going out to visit her mom you know she wants to go you know just like stuff like that right but it's normal life that you would do those things but when when you when you're not together five days a week um like missing a weekend hurts right yeah you know that that becomes really difficult Right. Yeah. And right now, given how both your lives are, it does not seem that simple or easy for either one of you to move. Um, I think she would uh, have to move. It would be the easiest way to do it. She would lose out on her pension vesting at her job. Um, so we've talked about it a little bit, um, which I don't know how big a deal that is. Um, you know, but, uh, you know, she would need to find a job up here, which, you know, again, um, you know, do I want to live up here full time? Like, there's just right. shit to work through. You know what I mean? Like, right. if I, my honest answer is after this year, I think I'm done in Vermont. Like, I don't right. think I can do this anymore. Um, you know, because and, it's not, it's, you know, it's not your place. It's not like it doesn't No, it isn't like, my place. You know. No. Like, I, I did the job I came here to do. I can be on the board and help, you know, continue to help and feel good about that, I, which would bring me up here every kind of two, three months, which is fine. Um, but I'd rather find a, a space with people that I like, that I'm energized with. Um, right. Yeah, this, you know, this, it, it seems to me that this has been a, an incredible and the right place for you to be, given what you needed to heal and, come, you know, come together. But... It's not your place. This is not. No, your place. It, it it worked out well for the purpose it was Meant was there for, and yeah, 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 and that's very important. You know, so, and the other thing, which I, I this is gonna sound strange, right? But like we've been dating two and a half months, right? So yeah. like I want to have the conversation about living together, but I think it might be a little bit early. You know what I mean? Like. It's, <laughs> Okay, I'm going to tell you something that is going to freak you out. Um, we got, we talked about living together with, with my husband on our third date. <laughs> uh, we, got, we got the rings. We didn't get engaged officially, but we got the rings, both our engagement rings and the, the wedding band. Uh, I think it was five weeks. Five Come on. Five or six weeks. Yeah. I'm serious. So I shouldn't put an artificial timeline on it is what your message no, is. No, exactly. That's, when you know, you know. If there's, if there's something that is standing in the way that you're like, you know what? No, I, no. I don't no. think so. I think you know. You both know. I know. 
Um, yeah, I, I'm I'm but, done. Like, so I, it, I'm, it sounds to me that it's so, so. What is the fear? Because I'm curious if these the fighting that is coming up is that little boy that is finding, you know, has finally found home, in, you know, for his heart. His heart has finally found home, and it's scared of losing it. And it's ready for the fight if it needs to happen. But I don't. I think that it's this, this fight that you think that you have to manufacture is more an internal fight with yourself. And I wonder if it has to do with all what we're talking about. Um, it hasn't felt like that. Um, uh, because, I, you know, I spend, you know, 95% of my time in, a like, this weird state of, like, goofy bliss that I, like, <laughs> uh, like, I feel like a more, like a, you know, like a moron wandering around the street. But, um, <laughs> uh, uh, the, uh, you know, I, so the the rare times that it shows up, it just um, you know it doesn't stay long. It's kind of more generalized anxiety. You know, there's like like I don't I don't fear like she's looking for like I don't fear anything like that. There's no um, there's nothing I can assign it to. It's just more like I, I think it's just time to absorb the good yeah. is the. Um, like just familiarize yourself with feeling good, like you yeah. deserve it, you've you've earned it, like like it's more that I think is where um where it feels where to it's me. happening. Yeah, yeah, that that makes more sense. Okay, okay, so it's it's about like really giving giving yourself the space to get used to it, and and soothing, really soothing. So are you talking with me? I am. Yeah. Okay, good. So let's just talk to the nervous system that is freaking out and that is, that is making up or bringing up all kinds of concerns, right? It's like you're walking around like, a, you know, just walking on air and everything's really cool and all of a sudden these little black, tiny black clouds come up or come in. And just, I would like you to just name them. If it were just like floating dark clouds, you know, in your perfectly blue sky, what what do they what do they bring? What are the emotions, thoughts, concerns? Just just name them as as we tap together. Yeah, I mean, I, you know, anxiety, um, you know, fear. Yeah. Uh, that vulnerability. Um, uh, you know. Um, the do I, you know, the do I deserve it thing is always really close to the surface. Um, you know, a guilt over, you know, Jennifer, guilt over ex-wife, like, you know, um, you know, did, um, you know, are the kids going to be okay? Am I leaving them? Like, um, is it, you know, is it going to work out with my family, which it went so, it went perfect with my brother, you know, um, you know, just like it's just it's generalized anxiety. It's just all the yeah, same. Yeah, but see, but it's, 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 it's talk it's track. Gonna... Yeah, say that again. Yeah. It's the repetitive talk track I've always had, just muted. Mm, right. Yeah. 
But it's, see, when we say we call it generalized anxiety, that's totally a code. Yes, true. You, you're, it's, it's a habitual way of being. But just, I have to tell you, anxiety, the same as stress, is fear. Fear of a certain thing happening. Right? Something, in, you know, some future scenario that you're anticipating of something going wrong. That's what anxiety is. The definition of anxiety is a fear that something in the future will go wrong. And you're naming it. And it, there's some, some of the things that you're saying make so much sense, Jim. You know, here, you know. But when you said, okay, let's, let's start with the, the one that I see as the biggest one. Am I going to leave the kids behind? Are they going to feel that I'm not going to pay attention to them or they're not going to be as big a priority? Both, you know, both with their mom was just not an option, but when you were with, with Jennifer, it was, it was actually, a, you know, your kids was the safe haven, was a total priority. It was easy to give, you know, to make them a priority. But when you, because the relationship, well, we don't need to go into it, right? But when things are really, really good, there is a legitimate concern that you want to be with Heather. Are they going to feel replaced, displaced? Are they going to feel not as important? That is a valid concern. Not that you need to do anything about it right now, but you know what I mean? It's really a valid concern. Yeah, I agree with that. And the reason that I'm saying this, and I'm so glad that we're looking at all these small clouds coming in, is because they're not coming out of nowhere, and they're not just generalized anxiety. Because when you, do, when you say that this is just generalized anxiety, this is the way that I've always been, you're actually really, you're invalidating your concerns. And I have to tell you, your concerns are valid. They're really valid. And they are standing slightly, not 100%, but maybe even, you know, 2, 3, 5% in your way to really enjoying what you have. Your, your connection with your family, you know, how is it going to work? You had like over eight or ten years, I always forget exactly how many you were with Jennifer, of huge conflict. Yeah. So it makes sense. And then you have a new person for a couple of months, and you're like, oh, shit, is this going to work out? I don't want to go back to that. Doesn't that make sense? Yeah. So, you know, just like when you say, you know, there's this part of me that is just annoying, when we look at it, there's so much value because it's a part of you that the same vulnerability and love and in a fabulous place that is really enjoying being with Heather and who you are today is also the part that is very sensitive and, and, and sensitive and sensible as well to other pieces of your life, your children, your family, you know, Everything. It's just there's so many pieces, right? Am I going to drop things? Am I going to... And so those are valid concerns. The, um, I think part of the... I, I mean, I tend to be... Um, I tend to not validate my own issues repeatedly. Yes, I know that. Um, <laughs> uh, um, 
I think part of it is I'm, I've been actively trying to shift my mental model. And what I mean by that is, is for, I've always lived my life where work was the center. Mm -hmm. um, and then I let everything fall where it went. I think I, I shifted gears in the last, whatever, five years where I was like, all right, I'm going to make sure I finish the job with the kids. Uh, you know, and I, I think keep work active and, you know, do the best I can with the relationship with Jennifer, which, again, we don't need to talk about. We know that one. Um, I think the mental model I'm trying to shift to is I'm in a place where I have have her be, you know, the center of the world, the way it's, you know, talked about in the textbooks, right, or in the romance novels, right, where you you have that center partner. And then everything else works around that. What I would say is it's maybe that, and and that's why I'm thinking and articulating the way I am because I have that available to me. Um, right. I think the, I think the reason that maybe. Oh, did I lose you? Yeah. I think I lost you. Hmm. I don't know if you can hear me or not. I'm going to text you. I totally, I can't hear you anymore. Hey, Laura, the call just dropped. Sorry. Oh, I that's what it was. Okay, yeah. Yeah. Were you, did you shift places? Were you in a different spot or something? No, I'm sitting in the same place. It just dumped. Huh. Weird. Okay, so you were, you were saying something really important, and I stopped. I couldn't hear you anymore. Yeah, so, I mean, it's, I think that, like, me trying to make her the center of my universe and how different that is from the from the other ways I've lived, I think that is – potentially the cause of the, the shift is the cause of the anxiety, even though I know it's the right answer. Mm, okay. Okay. Well, and I can also see how doing that could also bring in itself a fear or an anxiety because you've tried doing that before and it didn't, and it was actually extremely painful. Yeah, and, you know, and it changes my role with my parents. It changes my role with my brother. Like, exactly. you know, it changes her role with her family. Like, yeah. So, yeah, yeah. That's that. I think that that's where I think that this is exactly it. That the the these little dark clouds of the anxiety that you're you know you're uh, sensing, it's connected with a a big shift that you're that you're doing. You're really creating a big shift that is what you wanted, what you always wanted, but you're aware that it's, gonna, it's also going to shift other relationships and things in your life. Yeah, and, you know, you, what, so I think what, you, what I would say is you hope people see what you've been through and they're, you know, willing to kind of move with you through this and understand how important it is, right? Yes. But you, anytime that I've done that, it's, you know, that hasn't always worked out. 
you know, so, anytime I've, you know, uh, yeah. Uh, do you see how now that this, I, I actually, I have to tell you, I think it's two things happening. One is the tapping and the other one is the exploring that we're doing together. But this is the kind of thing that happens when you validate what is really going on, which is that you are actually paying attention to what your system is telling you, and then it will share the wisdom I have. Yeah. Because it does make a lot of sense. So it doesn't make, what is truly the biggest concern? Let's just, let's look. If you were to put like a magnifying glass for a moment, Jim, and please keep on tapping. What is the biggest concern? Because I want to name them. I don't think it's, it's well, is it your parents? No, I mean, my, you know, honestly, they're older and, you know, they, um, I think they just want to see me happy at this point because they know how, yeah. what a shit 20 years it's been. Um, mm-hmm. Yeah, my I brother don't think was so. great. What, yeah, what um, is, is, is it your brother? No, my brother's good. No. The kids, uh, like I the mentioned, kids. it's a Nick. Uh, okay, but Nick was over last night, and I talked to him about it a little bit. Um, you know, I was joking around, like, uh, when I talked to the kids about not being with Jennifer, I don't know if I told you about it, but they're like, yeah, Dad, that was weird. I'm like, oh my God, why didn't you wow. tell me before? Uh, like we thought you were happy. We want you to be happy. Um, well, you should have told me it was weird. Um, <laughs> so I was joking yeah. around with I was, I was joking around with Nick last night. I'm like, yeah, you know, I met this girl and she's great, and you know, I can assure you, it's not weird. He goes, good. What kind of meter? <laughs> <laughs> That's really great. <laughs> That's very sweet. But if you, do you have a bit of a concern about the kids? If, you, if, you, if you're no. fully honest, no, you think no. it's going to be okay? I, I mean, my, you know, so Nick is going to stay up here this summer, uh, and uh, he's got an internship, and we were talking about that, and he's like, yeah, I'm going to have to go home and see Mom. And I'm like, yeah, you should go home a couple times, bud, but Mom can come up here too. And, you know, this summer is about you having your own job, and you – you know, you finding your way and, you know, you earning your money for what you want to do. And, like, you go, I can't wait for that. And I go, then don't feel guilty about your mom or me. Like, I, we want to see you and we want to spend time with you, but that's what vacations are for. The rest of the time, you get to go do you what you want to do. Um, you know, so that's how I feel about it, honestly. And it's not about Jen. Like, that's the that's the right answer for a 20-year-old kid. Like, yeah, but, job, it, but that's a big shift for you, Jim, because I remember, like, what, two, three months ago, you were furious about the whole thing. Uh, yeah, actually, it was three or four, you know, it wasn't that long ago that you were really pissed because they wanted to spend time with Jen. So something shifted for you as well in a really positive way. Um, I, I don't. Talked about with being pissed. I I don't like the fact that she tries to control their time. Yeah. And my opinion is, if they have 20 days of free time, they should be spent equally with me and with Jen. Um. We're right, and I don't I don't think that kids should be taught or guilted into anything other than that. Um. You know what I mean? Like 
I just don't think that's the way it should work. I think they should be both given the opportunity to come spend time equally with both of us. And, you know, so, and I felt that way basically since they turned 18. Um, You know, I think at that time, a different space because I had nothing to do. (laughs) Right. Right. I was, you know, I was spending seven days a week by myself. Like, okay, you know, this sucks. Uh, Um, you know, so that was probably more the genesis of it. Now, you know, I, I, I feel like I have a, a pretty full agenda and full life. I want to see them, but like, I also want them to live their life. Absolutely. Absolutely. So it's, it's a big, so, so is there really, these are, you know, valid concerns that when we look at them in the face, they're not, they're nothing really big. Is it? Is it no, just strip them away. There's nothing really there. There you um, go. That's it. But see how how huge it is to just look at them, and that's what I'm that's, here for. That, you know, that's why you're on the calendar. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. And, and I got like, one booked out for two weeks from now too, because I anticipate another panic. Um, uh, awesome! That's fabulous. Good yeah. for you. That's really great. Yeah. So, yeah, it's just keep it. So the key here today is validating instead of dismissing. Yeah. Just just create a tiny bit of a of a space. If you remember, just tap on one point. You can just tap on one point, whichever it is, and say, "Okay, so this is happening. I'm feeling anxious right now." Just naming it. I'm, this yep. is happening. What is, what, what is this cloud about? What is, what is going on? Just All right, done deal. All right, awesome. Good Thank work. You. You're very Thank welcome. You. Talk to you soon. Okay, take care. Enjoy. Bye. Thank you. Bye-bye. Okay, round two. Name something that's not boring. A laundry? Ooh, a book club. Computer solitaire, huh? Ah, oh, sorry. We were looking for Chumba Casino. That's right. Chumbacasino.com has over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. Chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. Forward, by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details.